Well, we made it. <laughs> we made it. The last, the last talk of this month's theme of recognize ourselves in others. So we've been discussing our sameness, right, all, all month long. Our sameness, our oneness all month. How spirit seeks to, to demonstrate itself in form, all form. And the diversity of all life is an example of that, right? No two things are exactly alike because spirit is always seeking to know of itself in form, uniquely and distinctly and different. We know and accept, core concept one, that God is all there is. So there is nothing else but spirit in and out of form. There is only spirit. And so if you look around, it's like how many different ways can spirit show up? It's just amazing. We know the energy Right? We know spirit is energy. God is energy. It's principle. It's not personality. It's not person. God is simply principle. And we know that that energy, which is the energy of creation, seeks to outpicture itself in uniqueness. Never ever duplicating itself, but finding unique ways to express that energy of creation that it is. So we can look at each other and know we are one. Right? As different as we look, we know we are one. We're not the same, but that we are one. Which means everything that I am, you are. Right? All of those qualities of God that we have on the banner, and there's more than those. Those are just my top 12. I love those. <laughs> but there's way more, right? There's way more ways to describe that principle, which is the energy of creation. So everything that is in me is in you. All of those same qualities, no matter how differently we look, right? Behind the variety of, of skin color and eye color and hair color and, and height and weight and abilities, we know there's only one. There's only spirit. I recognize myself in you because we are the same at the root. There is only one source and supply for all life everywhere and we're it. And isn't that namaste, right? when we say the divine in me greets and recognizes and honors the divine in you. We're, we're acknowledging that. We're acknowledging that. That spirit is showing up in form as you. And I recognize that that's the truth of you. We understand at a deeper and deeper level. And once we do, we get it that there is no competition. There can't be. There is no limitation. There can't be. There is no loss. There is no lack. How can God withhold itself from God? How can God take from God? Right? How can God war with God? It's silly. It's, it's unthinkable. It's like my thumb fighting my finger to find out which one is best. It's the same thing. It springs from the same source. It's like my ankle going to war with my foot because it wants my foot's resources. It's ridiculous. Ernest Holmes in 365 Science of Mind said this. He said, in such degree as I know that God in you is God in me, I cannot seek to do you ill. It would be unthinkable because all that I could do would be to hurt myself. When all of the nations of the world see God incarnated in one another, we will no longer have any use for weapons. 
We must stop believing that God is somewhere apart from us. So we're all in this together, right? We're all in this life together. We got to get along, guys. <laughs> you know, that's just the way it is. We're all here together. You know, I remember years and years ago, I remember being so excited by the internet. I was like so excited. I remember the World Wide Web, right? When that, when that came to be in our lifetimes, the World Wide Web, oh my God. I saw it as the physical manifestation of a spiritual idea, the interconnectedness of all life. The interconnectedness of all life was making itself manifest in the physical world as the interconnectedness by way of computer. And I was like, yes, what a, what a dynamic thing that is. What a wonderful way for people unable to travel, maybe, to actually see different things in the world, meet different people, right? Reach out and be a part of different communities to do so virtually. I was so excited by the, the prospect of that, right? Mark Twain, Mark Twain said this. He said, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And, he's, and he goes on to say, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts alone. <laughs> Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and women, and things cannot be acquired, these things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all one's lifetime. Yeah, baby. So I viewed the internet when it came, that whole idea of the World Wide Web is exactly that. For people who may not have the opportunity or the resources or the physical abilities to travel, right, the whole world was open to them. They can broaden their view of the world virtually. And I was so excited by the prospects of that. And you look at it now, and it's like, it's not really happening that way, you know? You go on the World Wide Web now, and it's being hijacked by diversiveness, di divisiveness, divisiveness, you know, photoshopped images and slowed down videos and cat clips and chickens playing checkers. And, you know, I'm like, <laughs> and arguing over what color that damn dress was, blue and black or white and gold. I mean, it's just sort of, you know, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. You know, what a waste of good technology. Huh, anyway. We hold each other with suspicion. We're always arguing, you know? And, and the interesting thing, it always goes back to that old ancient primal brain, doesn't it? It all goes back to that old reptilian brain that we hold each other in suspicion as the other. Other. Until we meet the other and get to know them, right? And then they become the exception to the other rule. Haven't you heard people say that? Oh, yeah, but he's not like the rest of them, you know? <laughs> We find someone and we fall in love with them, that other, and then all of a sudden, they're the exception to the other rule. We might still hold the idea of other, but they're the exception, right? But what happens over time, over our ability to love, over our ability to see the wholeness in each other, is that the other becomes us, right? The other is us, because there is no other. There's only us. We realize everyone Everyone wants, desires, intends the same thing. We all want love, right? We all want security. We all, all want a means to provide. We all want a roof over our head and a bed to sleep in. 
We all want to raise our children in peace. We all want the same things. Martin Luther King said, we must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. I was thinking that the other day, you know, because I guess because it's Memorial Day weekend. And, and I realized that my children have been raised in a country that has been continuously at war basically since they were born. It's a horrible thing to think about. George Orwell said, the war is not meant to be won, it's meant to be continuous. It's because there are a certain group of people that are making way too much money to wage peace. Well, Ernest Holmes said this. He said, the whole thought and idea of war would disappear from the human consciousness if there were enough people who understood the principle that we talk about here and used it. The world would solve its problems because enough divine guidance would come down into the intellect and the emotions. The solution lies in spiritual awareness. Spiritual awareness, knowing, knowing our oneness is not enough. We must practice the principle of our philosophy. All people are our people. There is no such our people and those people or them. All people are our people. There is no other. The idea of other springs from the mind of fear. Right? Every time we fall into the illusion, into the illusion of separation, us versus them, we're falling into a false belief. Each time we remember who we are, we plant the seed of truth, of our oneness. Each time we remember who we are, our job is to keep remembering. That's what we need to do. We just need to keep remembering. When the world tells us, be afraid, be very afraid, Right? Be very afraid. We have to stand in our oneness. This is what Ernest Holmes said about... about <laughs> just totally lost it. Um, reversing our position in the law. This is what Ernest Holmes said when he said, we must daily reverse our position in the law. You know, when, when human race consciousness comes flowing through, saying things like that, the voice of the world, be afraid. You know, be afraid of them. Right? We have to reverse our position in the law. We have to know our oneness. When, when human race consciousness would have us align and pick sides against one another, we have to stand in our oneness. That's what we do in this philosophy. Through prayer, through meditation, right? we discover our role in manifesting heaven on earth. That's what we're here to do. Through prayer, we discover what is ours to do. What is ours to do? What is yours to do? What is yours to do to create heaven on earth in your corner of the world? Right? What is yours to do? Each one of us must decide what is ours to do after we understand who it is we are. Right? Who, who are we? And that's what we sit in meditation for, isn't it? To, to know, to hear that still small voice, to get that message, to understand what is ours to do. We are so individualized. Right? There are no two of us are alike. Each one of us brings our own gifts uniquely, individually, that nobody else can do. Nobody else can do what you can do here in the way that you're going to do it. Each one of us has gifts and strengths 
and talents to share with the rest of us. What you can do, maybe I can't do. That's not my strength, right? We, we all have our different stuff. What I do in the world, you may not do. You may not want to do it. <laughs> Who wants to stand up here and be vulnerable, guys? Anybody? Anybody want to do that job, right? Ernest Holmes, Ernest Holmes had said he didn't want any of, any of the people in religious science to put him up on a pedestal because they would see he had feet of clay. What a, what a lovely thing to say. And, you know, he's right, right? Nobody wants to, yeah, I get it sometimes. <laughs> I get it sometimes. I feel like sometimes there is a target on me, you know? Just, it's just the way it is sometimes. So, so, uh, so I would never stand here and tell you what to do. Because you come with your own gifts, your own intelligence, your, your own divine, uh, the, the, the universal divine mind is within you. I would never stand up here and tell you what to do. I may stand up here and, and strive to offer you ways to think, right? But I'm not here to tell you what to do. You have your own divine intelligence. Your mind is a, is a point in, in universal intelligence. You know what's yours to do. When you pray and you meditate and you get clear, you know what is yours to do. We are... What is it Ram Dass said? We're all walking each other home, right? We are all walking each other home. I love that idea. We're all in it together. And I, I, and I find out what's mine to do every day in meditation and in prayer. I find out what is mine to do every day, just like you do. You sit in meditation, right? Yes? Raise your hands, meditators. Okay, look at us. Yes. We find out every day in meditation what is ours to do. But what was mine to do I realized in 2007 was to create this community, right? We were born. We were born February, February 11th, 2007, you know? And, and, and John and I did tons of paperwork like this much to, to, to create this community. This community was born for you, right? For us all, all, all to be together. Create a community along with John. Well, he's not here. Oh, well, hi, John. <laughs> He's in, a, he's in Michigan with a family wedding, right? And then we called in, and then we called in Mark, right, for music. And, and uh, the ministers, Reverend Jean and Diane and Sam, we called in these people to expand the love, right? And our, and our prac core, we continue to grow our prac core. We bring them in. We've manifested magnificent practitioners, haven't we? Aren't the practitioners awesome in this center? <clears throat> Yeah, and we've created this loving community of diverse souls, right? Everybody different, no two alike. And we're continuing to grow it, and we're continuing to make it a place where people are welcome to come, to express, to transform their lives, to be, to be that idea that spirit has for them, right? And then in 2011, so Vision was up and running for four years, 2011, uh, the Science of Mind and Spirit archives were moving from, well, they moved from, from Burbank to Encinitas and then Encinitas to Colorado. And they were giving away books because they had too much to move. They had lots of duplicates. And so they were giving away books and magazines. And I was up looking at all of their duplicates. And so they had boxes and boxes of old Science of Mind magazines. They look like this, by the way, in, in years past. Look at this. Isn't this lovely? <laughs> I found the Science of Mind magazine... That was the month of May, the year I was born, 1956, right? And they had like five or six copies of it. And I said, could I, you know, this is what I want. I want this one. And she said, sure, yeah, the woman in charge of the archive. So I found it. 
May 56, the month and year I was born, and I eagerly looked up because I knew that Ernest Holmes was still writing the daily guides at that time. And so I looked up my date of birth, May 26th. And I wanted to see what Ernest Holmes had written on my behalf <laughs> on, on the day I was born. And the passage in the Bible he chose to start the daily guide off on the day I was born was Proverbs 29, which said, where there is no vision, the people perish. <laughs> Oh, my is right. Oh, my is right. I, you know, God bumps. <laughs> I was born to do this. I was born to do this. And we invite people every single day, don't we, to come into this community, to expand it, to feel safe, to feel total acceptance, to feel brave and courageous enough to try on the bigger life of spirit that they can try on here. This is mine to do. Because if we can do it here, we can do it out in the world, you know it. We can do it inside these walls. We can create a community like this where we're safe and we're loved and we are absolutely unconditionally, you know, part, knowing our part of, of life, knowing our individualization of spirit. If we can do it here, we can do it anywhere. We can do it in our jobs. We can do it in our families. We continue to know the truth wherever we are. We get to be that in the world. We get to be the, the periodic table of elements for all humanity. Right? I love that idea. I don't know why. But you know when you look at the periodic table, it's like, they're all different. They're all different elements. How else would you describe us, right? We come together, it's like, kind of, that's what we are. We're all unique. We're all different elements that make up this fabulous community. We're liberals, and we're conservatives. We're Democrats and Republicans. We're gay and straight and trans, and we're questioning. And we're independents. And we're people of color. And we're socialists. I know there are probably socialists here somewhere. <laughs> and, there's, and there's atheists and agnostics and there's Buddhists among us. Right? We are a microcosm of the macrocosm. And if we can live in harmony and fun and love and joy with each other in this room, we can do it anywhere. We can create heaven on earth. We've created it here. We can create it out there. You get it, right? Who am I missing? Anybody? <laughs> Somebody else. I don't know. But you get it, right? We are a microcosm of the planet. And that's what I love about us. And we are the demonstration of one life showing up in all of diversity. We are an example of the one life showing up as uniqueness. No two of us alike. And we know it here. We know it out there. We are all different. We are all the same. We are of one source. And Ernest Holmes said this. There is a place on the side of the mountain we are all ascending, where, having gone beyond the peaks that obstructed the light for us, our ascent reaches an apex where no longer any shadows are cast. This is the light that is spoken of, the lighteth every man's path. And as you believe you live, believe you are this light. And as you believe in the possibility of your own soul, believe it is God. And as you believe God, believe in yourself. That's who and what we are.
We are spirit expressing. We know of ourselves as that. We must know of each other as that. We rise together. We evolve together. We're walking each other home. We are transforming lives, and we'll transform the planet. Thank you so much.